This episode of Office Hours is brought to you by Urban Attitude. For everything from sleepwear to outerwear, Urban Attitude will have you decked out in no time. Visit urbanattitude.ca for all of the latest cutting-edge styles at prices that won't break your student budget. If you use our discount code MG15OFF, you'll get 50% off and flat $5 shipping. That's MG15OFF at urbanattitude.ca. Hi, Katrina. Thanks so much for coming. Could you uh, sit down for me, please? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so, so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Please. It's okay. So we're going we're gonna to get started, if you don't mind. Why do you think you'd be uh, a great fit for this company? I'm driven. Um, I'm a student, so like I'm still hungry to learn. Like I've read up about your company. Like honestly, your mission statement really resonates with me. It's a lot about activism as well as um, yeah. moving mm-hmm. from the ground up. Yeah, we do build actively. That's true. Okay. Well, we're gonna take you on some crazy questions now, if you don't mind. Just because we, what we want to see in our candidates, contestants, even you might say, is something creative, a spark. Okay. So, how many would you say? windows are there in the United Kingdom? Oh my gosh, that is such a good question. Thank um, you. I thought of it myself. How many? Open or closed both. or both? Okay. Um, stained glass in- included? Okay, that's too many questions. We're going to move on, but thank you. How many doors are opened every day in the state of Massachusetts? Literal or proverbial? Both. Endless. Okay, that's a good answer. And I'm going to give you my third question, if you don't mind. Okay? My third crazy question. Clearly, I've already asked you three questions. My third crazy question is this, Katrina. Do you have any questions for me? What's the third question? Oh, wow. Thank you so much for coming. If you don't get the job, we won't contact you. Hello. Hello, Harry. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? How was your reading week, Katrina? It was good. Honestly, I was really productive in things that were not even remotely academic, unfortunately. But uh, I was productive with just planning for a lot of things, honestly. Like, it's that time of year where I'm applying to a bunch of different jobs because, as you know, I'm graduating. Hey, I'm also graduating. Are you really? Wow, That's yeah. still a thing. That's uh, so far. <laughs> it's it's as yet unchallenged by the administration. So yes, <laughs> matter of days, my friend. Matter but we'll get days. there. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you finding that, if I may ask? Applying to things. Yeah. Difficult. Um, it, it's something where you don't get a lot of feedback generally because a lot of these jobs have that little asterisk at the bottom that says, "If you are an unsuccessful candidate, we will not contact you." So you send a lot of emails into the void and receive a lot of nothing back. I also have a ton of anxiety because I have multiple different email accounts for a variety of different purposes. So I always have this conspiracy theory that it's not true. Like they just haven't hired me, but yes. I think that I they've think they sent it. I think they maybe just haven't hired you. <laughs> I think that they've sent it to the wrong email and I just check every single email multiple times. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like what have you been applying for? What's been your kind of process? Well, you look up... I mean, you, there's so many places to look. You can look on LinkedIn for all you kids out there on LinkedIn. There are actually some jobs there. You can I look got on, LinkedIn Premium recently. Did you really? Because it's for free. A Wait, trial. it's free? Oh, it's like a free, trial month? Yeah, a trial month. So you can see the people that view your profile? And it's exhilarating. I'd love to know that. Yeah. The people who view your profile. Check it out, honestly. Great feature. Maybe I should sign up for the free month. Anyway, so 
you know, you look on LinkedIn, you look on Indeed, you Google generally the name of the, the, the job you're looking for. You Google the different companies that you could potentially apply for. Go through their webpage, see if they got any openings. If not, cold call them and beg and cry on the phone. What are your strategies? Um, I mean, the last one you listed is always my first That's option. My one. Like, yeah. I think, uh, I think <laughs> hitting hitting the ground running yeah. or crying is always yeah. my first. I hit one. the ground crying is the phrase my dad always used to use when describing my strategy for gaining employment. <laughs> but there's many different ways of getting a job. How do you? I mean, these are all things that we can do independently. But I don't know to what extent McGill has or could or even will help me in doing that. What, what do you think? What's your experience? Well, I know that McGill does have a lot of services that they do offer. Um, there's, there's CAPS, there's the arts internship. What does uh, CAPS stand for again? Career planning services. So the A is from careers. I, I know. Disappointing. I know, I know. Um, but luckily, their, <laughs> their services only extend upwards from there. Yeah, clear, <laughs> the yeah. acronym is the lowest it's point. the low point. Um, I think there's a lot of things. I mean, I can't speak to any other discipline that is not within the arts because as an art student, I've only really pursued... As an art student, I have a very insular point of view. <laughs> I can't speak to any faculty other than arts because as an art student, I've never thought that any of them existed. Well, I haven't waltzed into <laughs> Days Hotel and be like, help me find a job. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should, though. Yeah, actually, that's a strategy we haven't pursued yet. Well, um, you know, arts has some of its own things. There's the arts internship office which I've heard gives out some internships every now and then, among others. What other things exist out there on campus? I think, honestly, by, by tracking the way we're talking about, which is both vague as well as completely uninformed, it goes to show that, unfortunately, like, McGill does offer services, and this is only in career planning, this is like services just in general, that either people vaguely know about mm. but don't use or simply do not know about, ergo, of course, don't use. Um, and then there's those select few that actually do use them. And I have some friends who have especially gone through the career planning services. And regardless of whether that is the one thing that got them employed mm. post-graduation, being able to talk through your options in a literate way with someone who actually knows what they're talking about as opposed to kind of this... I don't know, like, you know those talks that you have with your friends at parties where you're just kind of commiserating over the fact that yeah. you're horrendously unemployable? Mm -hmm. um, and that kind of stops and ends the conversation right there. Um, but I do genuinely wonder what it's like for, for other faculties because maybe the process for other faculties is slightly different. Um, yeah, you'd think arts is such a, it's such a nebulous large and diverse faculty. Everyone's heading in a different direction, you know. You could be heading into law school, you could be heading into more academia, you could be heading into a professional program that leads to a job immediately afterwards, like say like a journalism master's or something like that, or you could be leading directly into a job. And so many other faculties, let's say engineering, mm -hmm. it's practic it's a professional degree. Yeah. You you during the you're doing the degree to get your accreditation in that specific field into mm -hmm. which you will then go to get a job. Or even something like in, in management, um, so many of those people have a specific goal in mind. They want to work in this company. They want to do this uh, job, which I think you can't say for arts. And because of that, what appears like better career training in those faculties can in fact just be a more direct or more focused trajectory career-wise. 
Yeah, and I think it's also, I mean, we can talk about like the structural services that are offered, such as like who do you go to to talk about your options. But mm. I think there's also just a very environmental thing about being amongst people who are on similar tracks. And the thing is, in an arts degree, you don't have that. There's people who will want to pursue academia to the very nth degree and potentially become a professor. There's people who still want to go into further academia, but that's only to become more more localized and specific in what they study, i.e. law school. And then there's people who simply want to leave. And then once they leave academia, there's a huge number of things that you can go into. Whereas in management... Um, and I, I and I talk specifically to management because I do live with two management students, and I just kind of through osmosis hear a lot about their process. It's not only the fact that the tracks are similar, but it's the way you pursue them. Like mm. they don't go to some social events just to be social. It's it's networking, mm. and there's a huge difference with the way you speak to people when you're just speaking for the sake of speaking. Which like if there's anything art students are good at, it's, it's that. Be, yeah, tell me yeah. about it. Um, and then there's networking, which is actually like you have that objective and you have that like you've branded yourself really early on, which mm. I think like my issue with applying right now as someone who comes from an arts background is the entire concept of branding yourself to be employable is weird yeah. because it's just like, what am I good at? I, I read real nice, but that's about it. That's all I do. Well, yeah, so much. That's of, all I do is yeah. read and write. That's genuinely like, what I do. Arts degree branding is not branding yourself to get a job. It's branding yourself to have kind of an off-color profile picture that doesn't really look good, but like, it's aesthetic. You know what I mean? That's branding yourself in, in when you're in arts. And then, but then you look at management people and their profile pictures and their beautiful LinkedIn pictures in a full suit. You know, it's different. Well, yeah, and like they have those suits because I mean that's a part of the degree in some ways as well is actually having that like business ready, um, that business ready look. Whereas when I have to go through my wardrobe to try and go to a job interview, like I, I always look like I'm from the eighties. I can't, I can't help that. And the nice thing is that most people that I I'm interviewed by had their heyday in the eighties. So I think yep. we have that common ground. It's kind of a nostalgia. It's, it's really, they hire you. They out see of, me as a peer. Yeah. They're like, that's who I used to be. I'd like to have the memory of my past yeah. working for me. And I think also like the way that recruiters see you mm. is a huge thing with that. Like I have been looking at a lot of different applications and a lot of different job prospects and like a variety of different fields because I'm multifaceted. <laughs> um, and I don't know, like there's some things that regardless of what the job is, you will see on every single application. And I think that's just because they're looking for people of a certain age demographic, yeah. regardless of their skill set. And the one that I love is social media expert. 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 Yeah. I don't know what that means and it terrifies me. What is a social media expert? I mean, okay, as far as like platforms like Instagram go, I've seen an Instagram account before and be like, that is a good Instagram account. Like that is like, mm. we're rocking three and a half thousand and yep. you're, you don't do anything. That's the really important but thing. But have you ever seen a Facebook profile and thought <laughs> that is a good Facebook profile? <laughs> Look at my own every day. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, that like, is wow, representative of that's me. That's a good Facebook profile. That's a good presence. <laughs> Comfortable number of friends. <laughs> mm. Doesn't post any statuses. Hasn't changed profile picture for a year and a half. Yeah, because it's professionally done. Yeah, it's professional um, Yeah, and I think, I don't know, like, the way that recruiters see you is something that, I mean, it's something that never ceases to, to baffle me in a way. It's very difficult to attempt to convey yourself through these little pet projects they give you as an application. Through, like, oh, like, what's your... 
if one of the I had a question for an application, which was, what's the title of your autobiography? Yeah, and like those that. creative questions, they yeah. just assume like, oh, you're creative. It's like, you can't capture my essence yeah, exactly. yeah, in 150 you. words. Uh, yeah, not, well, like some of them were like in 150 characters or less. Yeah. Describe an object that you would want to be anywhere around the world and why. My favorite one was, if you could be any beverage, what beverage would you be in? Why? And do you want to know what I said? What? You're going to hate me. Oh, no. I said kombucha. Oh. And I want to explain why. Why? Because it's made up of complex cultures? God, that's such a good answer. <laughs> no, I didn't say that, but next time, that, that's going to be my answer. <laughs> but it's because um, I know a lot of people who have culture kombucha themselves, and mm. it becomes like kind of a a apartment-wide thing to do, it's just to check up on your SCOBY and like see if the SCOBY's doing okay. Mm. So I think teamwork, as well as nurturing and caring, are things that I would want in any beverage that were to embody me, because those qualities are ones that I have. Katrina Brindle, please hire me. What about the glass of water that I just threw in your face for asking me such an insulting question? Yeah. Have you been hired yet, Harry? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we can talk and talk and talk, Tell and we can it. talk about our own experiences, which in case you hadn't noticed, we're both unemployed. So yeah, please they're not take great experiences so far. <laughs> please take everything we say with a grain of salt. Call back in a month. But at the end of the day, like, I know what areas I'm going into, but God knows I have no idea what I want to do. Western Hemisphere. <laughs> it's the area I'm looking at. And Anywhere moving on. There. And there's a lot of people who simply just don't know what they want to do. And I think that's ultimately relatively okay. I don't think you should <laughs> do in it or anything. Like, I do think you should, <laughs> like, move a little bit, but... Yeah, you know, take some chances. Do something. Yeah, do something. Like, honestly, just don't be afraid to do something. Mm. Try something. Yeah. Don't be afraid, kids, listener. But in all, I think that it's difficult out there. And a lot of us don't know what we're doing. And a lot of the people who are hiring you yeah. don't know what they're doing. Yeah. You know? And just because you've got a job, but a fancy company or a not-so-fancy company, let's face it, doesn't mean that you really know more than the person you're hiring or you're more put together than that person but what matters is you know you yeah put your best foot forward and you hit the ground crying